Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's Focus for Tuesday, April the 4th, 2023, at 2.15 p.m. Central Time. Listen carefully. I want you to listen. Tell me what you hear. Do you hear it? You have to listen close. Tell me what you hear. That is the sound of silence. Glorious silence. I love it. And here's the reason I love it is because it hasn't been silent anywhere near my house for the last, it feels like, couple of hours. I've wanted to do live broadcasting today. I came up here earlier this morning, sat down, got ready to do some live broadcasting. And then my neighbor directly across the street started doing yard work because here in Texas, it's uh, not what, 95 degrees right now between 93 and 95 degrees right now. Summer has definitely arrived here in West Texas. So the neighbor directly across the street, he had his lawnmower out, weed eater. I mean, all, all of the equipment. And it was, it wasn't, it probably wasn't too loud to do a live broadcast. It probably wasn't too loud, but I always, when you're, when you're sitting here trying to broadcast, and you can you hear all of this sound all of these all of these different sounds going on outside you're just in your mind you start thinking more about i wonder if the people can hear that and you stop focusing on what you need to say so it's very distracting to really have clarity of thought so i decided nope i'll stop so i went downstairs then i am like okay he's done i'll come back upstairs now i'll do some live brought oh wait a minute all of a sudden i hear all of the equipment being pulled out and the, and the house directly next to my house. So, so the first one was across the street. This is my neighbor directly next to me. He, he has uh, a company that comes to, does all of his yard work. There's like six people. They've got everything, lawnmowers, weed eaters. They've got everything and leaf blowers. And it just sounds like the noise there was so loud that that, that there was no way I could do live broadcasting. And just about, I don't know, 15 minutes ago, all of a sudden silence. So that means I can do some live broadcasting, but here's the problem at any minute, the people that we pay to do our yard work, they will be pulling up any second and then they will be making all of the noise. So I have a limited amount of time to try to do a today's focus. So for me, today's focus is yard work. That's what my today's focus is becoming. I don't want that to be my focus today. I really don't. I want my focus today and I want your focus today for us to return to that subject that we mentioned yesterday and the idea of what is spiritual maturity? What is spiritual growth? And I kind of put forth a hypothesis. I kind of put forth a theory. Now, I received no emails in regards to it. I gave you some homework. Remember, you were supposed to find all of the verses that kind of show uh, people being independent versus all of the verses that speak of being dependent. And the reason I wanted you to do that was this. I believe spiritual maturity is where we become more and more dependent upon God. Spiritual growth is growing in our dependence upon God. See, in our personal 
when it comes to personal maturity, when we talk about maturity in life, like you're trying to tell your teenager they need to become more mature, you typically are preaching to them that they need to become more independent. They need to take on more responsibility for themselves. They need to be able to get things done. It's about independence. But in the spiritual world, spiritual growth, spiritual maturity is our dependence upon God. It's not our independence. It is our dependence upon God. We become more and more dependent upon God. We realize we have to depend on God for our righteousness. We have to depend on God for our obedience because that is imputed to us. We need the uh, we need an imputed o- obedience. We need an imputed righteousness that we are dependent upon God for everything. And and if if you and i think a lack of i think a a sign of spiritual immaturity is where you start feel, feeling like you've got it all that you do the righteous things that you're good that you you start focusing on all the things you do which to me is a sign of spiritual immaturity typically leads to a self-righteous attitude condemning judgmental unloving, no empathy, but the more you become, the more you grow, you become more and more dependent upon God. You become more aware of your own flaws, your own failures, your own shortcomings, and how much you need God. And whenever you hear of someone else's struggles and failures, before you start condemning them, you, 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 you immediately realize your own. So I really wanted to, to talk about and stress this idea of spiritual maturity equals spiritual dependence upon God. The more you become dependent upon God is a sign of your spiritual growth, your spiritual maturity. The more independent you feel, the more confident in yourself, the more you look to yourself, it's really a sign of spiritual immaturity. I really, 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 really want you to continue to think about that and focus on that. And I still want to hear your thoughts on my theory, my, my hypothesis. You may disagree with it, but I really want you to think about it. So I, you know, whenever I give you assignments, I'm always working on the assignments as well. I don't just give them to you and just move on to the next thing. So I've been looking for scripture that kind of shows this idea of dependence upon God. And I'm just going to share the passage that I've been looking at off and on throughout the day. I haven't had I haven't had as much time to dig into it as I would like, but I'm going to present it to you, and then I want you to tell me what you think, what you think about all of this. That independence are that in our personal lives, when we talk about maturity, we 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 promote independence, but when it comes to spiritual maturity, we need to pursue dependence upon God. And I think this passage has a little bit of, well, dependence upon God. Let's look at this. Let's start in Exodus chapter 16. Exodus chapter 16, verse 1. And they took their journey from Elam, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came unto the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after the departing out of the land of Egypt. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full. For ye have brought us forth into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. 
Now here is uh, all of these people who have been delivered from bondage now are complaining and murmuring. And for them, they almost wish they never would have left their bondage. This is murmuring, complaining, frustrated, unhappy. They're blaming Moses and Aaron and when really they're ultimately blaming God. Uh, and there, there, there's a lot we could, well, there's a lot we could say about that. We, there's a lot we could say about that. All right. Then look at verse four. Then said the Lord unto Moses, behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. And the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. Now he's going to, he's going to prove whether they will be obedient or not. Now we know they're not going to be obedient because they're, because none of us are ever obedient to God's law perfectly. But I want you to see that they're getting ready to be confronted with something. Are they going to act in a way independent of God's instructions? They're going to, they're going to take on responsibility for themselves to do it their way, however they want it. Or are they going to listen to God and demonstrate their dependence upon him. Dependence is moving towards spiritual maturity. Independence is moving towards spiritual immaturity. What do you think they're going to do? Well, let's look here, right? And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day, they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. So every day, they're only to, uh, they're only to gather up a specific amount Every day, they're only to gather up a specific amount. But on the sixth day, they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather, because they obviously have to rest on the seventh day, on the Sabbath. All right? Here's what happens. Um, then, and Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, this is uh, verse 6, uh, Exodus chapter 16, verse 6, and Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, at even... Then you shall know that the Lord hath brought you out of the land of Egypt, right? And in the morning, then you shall see the glory of the Lord, for he hath heard, heareth your murmurings against the Lord, and what are we that ye murmur against us? And Moses said, this shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full, for that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which you murmur against him, and what are we, your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. We could do a lot about the complaining and murmuring. We could have an entire podcast about that, but we won't right now. And Moses spake unto Aaron, saying unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked beyond towards the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel speak unto them, saying, At even you shall eat flesh, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that at evening the quail came up and covereth the camp, and in the morning the dew lay round about the host. When the dew that lay were gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. Right? A lot of information here. 
We could do we could do a lot of things with some of this, but we're not doing that for now. Just just pay attention. Here we go. Verse 16. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded, gather of it every man according to his eating, an omer for every man, according to the number of your persons, take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so and gathered some more, some less. All right, so if you... uh, if we read Exodus 16, 16 in a different translation, it reads like this. Um, Moses told them, it is bread. Uh, the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather as much as each person needs to eat. You may take two quarts. That's how they break it down. Per individual, according to the number of people each of you has in his tents. Two quarts per individual. Per individual, that there's a specific amount that they are to take. The directions are very specific. They can't just go and grab, just go crazy. Oh, grab, grab, grab. No, 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 no. Two quarts, or as the King James uses the, the measurement. Um, gather, it says here, um, this is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to uh, his eating, an omer of every man. Okay, they use the, 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 the term omer. The other translations, two quarts. But the point is, we could break that all down. The point is, is, they are given a specific instruction. They can only take so much. Now, they're, now you've got to understand this. They're hungry. They're grumbling and complaining, almost wishing that they would have stayed in slavery, almost acting like they're going to die. How close they are to death, I don't know if they're exaggerating it, but they're hungry. They're hungry. Now, you know what you have a tendency to do when you're hungry, right? And there's food, you sometimes take more. You grab more, right? Well, they're they're told, no, 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 no. You can only take this measurement. You can only take that. That's all you can take. No matter what your stomach is telling you, no matter what you want, no matter what you feel, no matter what you see, no matter what you desire, you can't operate like that. You can't operate independent here. You have to be dependent upon God that he's only allowing you this specific amount. Now, what happens? And the children of Israel did so and gathered some more, some less. And when they did meet it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, let no man leave uh, of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses. Oh, they decided to act independent here. They they decided to do what they want. Another translation, Moses said to them, no one is to let any of it remain until morning. Hey, you can't, in other words, you can't keep any. You can't, you can't say, well, I'm going to hold a little bit back here. I'm going to hold a little bit back, right? I'm going to save this because I want to make sure I've got some food tomorrow. I'm not going to try to ration this out, measure. No, 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 no. You're not supposed to save it. You're not supposed to keep it. You take what you need, you eat, and then guess what? Tomorrow you have to be dependent upon God. Some, someone decided, or at least Israel, many of them decided, no, no, that makes no sense. That doesn't make sense. Let's save some. Well, look what happens. No one is to let any of it remain until morning, but they didn't listen to Moses. Some people left part of it until morning, and it bred worms 
and stank. Therefore, Moses was angry with them. But they gathered it every morning. Each gathered as much as he needeth to eat. But when the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much food, four quarts apiece, and all the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses. They they were told, you can only take this much, and you can't save it. You're not to take more. You're not. You're, this is what you're supposed to do. God was, not only was in a sense testing them, were they going to obey, but really the test here is, are they going to trust God? Are they going to are they going to demonstrate their dependence upon God that they, that they have to depend on God for their are you ready for it their daily bread God's not going to give them more not he's not going to give just what they needed and then the next day you're going to have to go gather it again and then the next day and then you could gather at twice as much preparing for the sabbath and then on the sabbath obviously you wouldn't gather anything because you'd have what you needed It was very specific the way it's laid out. Very specific. Now that is, now, first of all, it's a historical story. So we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, draw too much from it and, and try to rip it out of its historical context. But this historical account screams at you and me that that's the way the Christian life is. It's the Christian life. God works in, in God operates in such a way where we, for our own spiritual benefit, that we learn to grow in our dependence upon God. But sometimes what we have to trust God for, we're like, hmm, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And sometimes we begin to act in an independent way from God. And that is the opposite of spiritual maturity. He creates this entire situation. God's in charge. He could have just given them all the food they needed. Here you go. Take as much as you want. Do whatever you want. Here's the food. But he doesn't. He he literally is like, okay, you're hungry. You're starving. I'm going to provide but it's going to be in this way. And I'm going to, in a sense, challenge you, test you, demonstrate to you that over and over and over, you want to do things your way. You want to act independent of me. And is that not Israel's problem over and over and over and over and over and over again? God tells them to do this and they decide to do it in their own way. He tells them not to do this. They decide to do things their own way. And that the, the, the never ending battle of the Christian life. Is our independence versus our dependence upon God. And you can read what uh, happens here. Uh, they, they report it. He told them, this is what the Lord uh, has said. Tomorrow is the day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil and set aside everything left over to be kept until morning. See, that there, it, it, it would keep. Then it would keep. And then look at uh, what he says, verse 24. So they set it aside until morning as Moses commanded, and it didn't stink or have maggots in it. Eat it today, Moses said, because today is a Sabbath of the Lord. Today you, you won't find any in the field. For six days you will gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. See, God doesn't provide any on the seventh because he's, he's laid it out that it requires every single day, every single day, a dependence upon God. He, 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 he maps it all out. 
This, to me, Exodus 16, is a chapter that kind of demonstrates the principle I'm trying to get across, is that God sets it up even for Israel. We're going we're gonna to find out, are you going to operate independently of me? They could have they tried to do it their own way. It, they were going to end up with food with worms in it and maggots in it, depending on your translation. It was going to end up being disgusting and it was going to stink because they, they acted on, on their own independent way. God's like, no, no, be dependent upon me. You got to trust me. But I'm starving. Yep, just make sure you got some food for now and tomorrow it'll show back up again. But what if it doesn't show up tomorrow? What if it doesn't appear tomorrow? I'm going to be starving. Maybe I should save some. See, acting independent of God. I want you today, today, just spend a little time in Exodus 16. I know I had to read through a lot of that quickly. Remember, I'm worried about my the yard guy showing up here and messing up this entire broadcast. But I want you to look at Exodus 16. We read mo- I read most of it to you. Um, But you can go back over it one more time today. And I just want you to see how God sets this up. I think it's a beautiful picture of the whole, the whole, the way the whole Christian life works. I think that's why we're to, to, you know, that when Jesus teaches us to pray, give us this day, our daily bread, right? We, we have to be dependent upon God. That is where spiritual maturity occurs is where you are daily realizing, okay, guess what? Every day, you know what I need from God every day? I still need his righteousness every day. I need his obedience every day to be imputed to me. I need that imputed righteousness and obedience because every day I'm unrighteous and I'm disobedient. Every day I need his forgiveness of sins because I always have new sins I've committed. Now those sins have been paid for, but I want to at least confess them every day so that my fellowship is not broken. Uh, every day I need his mercies every day. I need his grace every day. I need his word every day, but I have to be dependent upon God for those things every single day, every single day. And the more mature I become in my spiritual life, the more aware I will be of that dependence upon God. Now, I can try to act independently, but that will move me away from spiritual maturity to spiritual immaturity. Oh, I want to say more. I want to say more, but remember, these are only supposed to be 15 minutes long anyway, so. I want you to think about that today. I do, I, I really, 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 really hope that someone out there this week will really give this some serious thought. I really do, because I think that we have, I'm not saying that we have completely, I think we're offering a unique perspective on spiritual maturity. I do. I believe we're offering a unique perspective, acknowledging how in personal maturity, we we promote independence and spiritual maturity. I'm trying to give you a different outlook, a different understanding of what exactly that is. And so I think Exodus 16, I'm not saying it perfectly proves my hypothesis, but it clearly shows that when it comes to the life of Israel, after they've been delivered from bondage, he puts them in a situation where it's like, are you going to trust me daily? Or are you going to act independently and come up with your own plan and your own agenda 
and your own strategy and your own concepts? Are you just going to rely on me that each day the food's going to be there and you can't gather more? You can't save it. That each day you have to wake up saying, okay, Lord, today you, you, you will provide and I'm going to be dependent and I am dependent upon you because without you, no food is going to show up. I mean, they were already hungry. So obviously there was a lack of finding food or at least for enough to sustain and feed that many people that had to come out of the Exodus. That's hard to do. News, if at yahoo.com. News. If at yahoo.com. That's news. If at yahoo.com. That is your today's focus. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that you'll give that some serious thought and I'd love to get your perspective. That is your today's focus for Tuesday, April the 4th, 2023.